morning. Glad to see everybody out this morning. We're going to go ahead and get started. Take this time to be the first person with a microphone to say Happy Mother's Day. I can't say I'm the first because everybody's been, you know, hitting you up as soon as you got in. So, Happy Mother's Day. Glad to see everybody out. Um, we'll go ahead and start with, with a prayer, and then we'll get into our worship. Father, we thank you for today. Uh, God, we are so uh, blessed to be here. Uh, Father, blessed to be with your people. Father, we are um, just always so in awe of you. Uh, God, the way that you bless this world. Uh, Father, you bless us. Father, the rain, the sunshine. God, just the uh, growing things all around us. Uh, Father, that we, we see the trees uh, coming out. We see plants uh, coming to life. Uh, Father, we just see so much of your beauty in this world. Uh, God, and we know that that is all because you are just awesome. Uh, you're just amazing. Father, uh, you're the creator. God, you are everything, um, and you make it all for us. Uh, Father, there's so many ways that you could have uh, that you could have done this, uh, God, that, but you chose to surround us with you, the beauty of your creation, uh, Father, for us to enjoy, uh, Father, for us to be sustained by. Uh, Father, and I just thank you for uh, thank you for this world. Thank you for all the blessings that you uh, give to us all the time. Uh, Father, just um, pray right now for our service, pray for our time together, that you would bless our hearts as we worship, uh, that you would bless our hearts as we listen to your word this morning, Father, and as we lift our, our, um, our hearts to you in prayer. Father, as we surround your table, I uh, just pray that you would bless us during that time of communion, uh, that we would remember your son. Uh, Father, we would remember uh, the sacrifice that Jesus made for us. Father, we would remember that he raised uh, Father, and that we have been uh, blessed with hope, uh, God, and with uh, peace and love and grace. And Father, all the things that you shower on us daily because of his resurrection. Father, because Jesus lives, uh, Father, we, um, we are brought into family. We are brought into relationship with you. Uh, Father, the best gift that um, anyone could ever give. Uh, just pray that um, we would be reminded of that every day, Father, as we open our eyes to your world, Father, we would be reminded of your grace and your mercy. Uh, Father, I'm just um, thinking right now about those who are sick. Uh, Father, just pray that you would be with them. Uh, Father, those who are in the hospital, uh, just continue to pray for uh, Lila Napier, Father, that you would continue to bless her. God, give her healing, give her strength, and give her family strength and faith. Uh, Father, thank you for um, uh, thinking about PJ. Uh, Father, that you would bless him. God, just um, ease whatever pain he's having, Father, and give him uh, healing, give him um, just your grace, uh, just have your hands on him, uh, Father, and for all those who are on our um, prayer list, Father, that are recovering from surgeries, uh, God, Brenda, and uh, those who are escaping my mind right now, Father, just pray that your blessing would be on all of them. Uh, Father, just um, thank you for this church, just pray that you would bless the leadership here, pray that you would bless Jamie. Bless him with your word. Uh, give him the word to speak uh, and boldness to speak it, Father. And uh, just thank you for always blessing him. Father, and just um, thank you again for today. In Christ's name, amen. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Open. 
That's why we sing, that's why we all 
Scripture reading is from Mark uh, chapter 7, verses 24 through 30. Jesus left that place and went to the vicinity of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know it, yet he could not keep his presence secret. In fact, as soon as she heard about him, a woman whose little daughter was possessed by an impure spirit came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, born in Syrian Phoenicia. She begged Jesus to drive the demon out of her daughter. First, let the children eat all they want, he told her, for it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. Lord, she replied, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Then he told her, for such a reply you may go. The demon has left your daughter. She went home and found her child lying on the bed and the demon gone. Let us pray. Father God, what a beautiful, beautiful spring day and how easy it is to be reminded of your presence in this season as the things are blossoming, growing, and there's life all around us human, animal, plant, everything's alive and it's so good, so good to be in your, in your house today and in your world and in your nature all around us every day. Just ask that you watch over us and look after us and help us to love you more and let that be shown by the way we treat those around us. Please go with us and just take care of us and let us be your light into the world. Thank you so much for all of our, all of our many blessings and 
let us realize that those blessings are relationships and interactions and all those good things that we're exposed to. In Jesus' name, amen. Worthy Lord, my Lord is worthy, worthy now of praise. Worthy Lord, my Lord is worthy, worthy now of praise. And holy Lord, my Lord is holy, holy now and just. Holy Lord, my Lord is holy, holy. service for this morning. We gather here in Jesus' name. His love is burning in our hearts like living flame. For through the loving Son, the Father makes us one. Come take the bread, come drink the Yeah. 
lot of thoughts have run through my mind and I've been studying and reading and getting a bunch of opinions and and um, the thing I landed on was kind of odd to me but I figured if God put it on my heart that's what I'm going to say. I'm thinking about the prodigal son. He was uh, a young man who, or a lot like us, he, he wanted our own, his own way. He went out and did all kinds of stuff that was pretty much against everything he was taught. And um, when he finally woke up, and you can read the whole story, there's a lot of things that woke him up. He decided to come back. And um, funny thing is, his dad was watching for him every day, and with disappointment, he went to bed every night with no son. But finally, one day, he saw him coming, and he ran out to him. And um, once they got all their hugging done, um, the father said, hey, go get the best robe. Go get a ring and put it on his finger. Go kill the fatted calf. And let's have a party. Let's celebrate. Um, my son, I thought, was dead. is alive. He's, he's with me now. But I was thinking, way after they hung the robe back up because they didn't want to damage it, and way after the food was gone and days later, I was thinking about that ring that he was given. I bet he kept that. I bet he kept it on his hand and remembered why um, he came back. I, I'm betting that he was still dealing with the same stuff that made him leave in the first place. Um, I think in my own life, I, I am a Christian. I'm a disciple of Jesus. But I still suffer. You know, I still struggle with the stuff that makes me run off anyway. But um, I think his ring is the reminder that, well, I better hold off. I better make sure I'm doing what my father wants. It's a reminder. We're called to remember what Jesus done for us. He said, do this in remembrance of me. Um, so if you're a disciple of Jesus, um, let's, let's go ahead and take the communion. We'll take the bread that represents his body. We'll take the fruit of the vine that represents his blood that washes away our sin. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for forgiving us. We, uh, we're so happy that you want us that bad, even though we're flawed. You want us so bad that you sent Jesus to save me and to save the rest here. And everyone in the world, even the ones we don't necessarily agree with, you love them and you died for them and you're always waiting to see them come to you. Lord, I want to ask you to help us individually be ready to change what we need to. Help us to love you that much. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
All right, let's continue our thanks. Lord, thank you so much for uh, bringing us together to remember what you've done for us. Help us to daily put something in our lives to, re to remember to why we do what we do. Help us, Lord, to uh, remember the, the blood that was just freely given from my rebellion. Help, help us, Lord, to uh, not be rebellious. Help us to always look to you. Help us to be cleansed by your blood by your son's blood. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. My strength when I am weak, you are the treasure that I see, you are my all in all. Seeking you as a precious jewel, Lord, to give up I'd be a fool, you are my all in
meet and greet fellowship moment. So that means when the slide flashes up, you don't have to let, wait for me to say go unless you really want me to. I will. My Jesus, my Savior, Lord, there is none like you. Thank you. 
try to reconvene here. class, you're going to stay out here. If you're in Gabe's class, you're staying out here. I'll say it again in a minute. Okay, we're going to use this song before Jamie's lesson and to dismiss the kids to children's Bible time. If you're in Gabe's class, you're going to stay out here. Here we go. You are holy. You are mighty, and you are worthy, worthy of praise, and I will follow, and I will listen, and I will love you all of my Isn't that sweet? That's from, uh, that's from your boy Jacob Bow right there. Um, he's, as you know, the PowerPoint took a great uptick about a year and a half ago, maybe a year ago. What? Love you, Love you too. Is that the Lord speaking? Um, and uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. Um, but, but yeah, I said, Hey, Mother's Day, you know, I, I don't, Happy Mother's Day sounds like a good title for a Mother's Day message. Um, or mom, 
we love you, I don't know, you know what I, and, and so that's what he sent me. And it's true, so it's not that it's not true, it's very true, it's truer than what the slide says, right? We know that. So let's pray together and we will just kind of go through the rest of this morning and then we'll go have a wonderful day in the Lord. Father, thank you. Thanks so much for the blessing of being together today and you. Thanks for the hearts and those who love us, all of us being together, family, friends, and loved ones. God, man, it's good to look around and see all, uh, man, people that we love and moms. And Father, I pray today that, that you uh, would honor yourself and and our mothers today. We know they're a huge deal to you, but I don't think we will ever know how much till we're with you one day forever. So today, Father, at least encourage them and bless them and move me out of the way. I'm not very good at that stuff. So we need you and we love you. And teach us as you teach us about mothers, teach us about yourself because that's, uh, that's the story and that's the life, God. We love you. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. So so mom, uh, you know the story, oh wait, I gotta say one more thing, I gotta say one more thing, uh, because this is about mom's kids, okay, <laughs> we, uh, we are planning to be in Honduras in like a week and a half, like the, the, 20, the 24th we'll go, we, we plan to stay uh, overnight in Columbus uh, at the hotel by the airport, fly out the 25th, come back the 31st, shameless plug, can I say it really tacky like this? There's some mom's kids who don't have enough money yet. <laughs> They've been working really hard. I mean working really hard to uh, fund this trip. A lot of them are covered. Some are not. And the ones that are not, it's a pretty good chunk. So um, if, you are, if you have it in your heart, I don't mean don't put money where, you know, God has been having you put money. But there's just a little something on top, a little something extra if there's something you're moved to do. I, I, I've been there a few times. You know, several have been there with us. Um, they work. They're not earning it. This is just honor to God and the blessing of serving him. But we work t from the time we get up pretty much till the time we go to bed. And we have a blast serving people. So if you, yeah, if, yeah you know the rest of the story. So I'll just leave you with that. Moms uh, raise, often raise their kids and continue raising their husbands, right? I mean, it's a never-ending job. Moms raise their kids. They're given, blessed with kids. And then in the story of raising their children, they're often raising their husbands. Not that their husbands' mothers didn't do a good enough job. It's just a ton of lifetime work to raise a man. Amen, amen, amen. Let the church say, especially the women and the good Lord. Jamie finally said something that makes sense up there. Man, how, where all would you go with that? What, what's the depth of all of that? The blessing of woman. We often think of a woman being taken out, of, made out of the rib that the Lord took out of Adam. And so then the rest of her life, she's subservient and does much of nothing except, well, cook and some other things. And there's so much more to the story of mother. Moms are often the ones, most often the ones that nurture. And most of the time, thankful for uh, uh, one of our members, <laughs> Gabe, um, when we walked out, when we walked out and we were talking about this a few days ago, are truly the real difference makers. If you're a man, you need to hang on to that for a moment. This is not a bashing session. But you know 
where your faith came from. You know Timothy's, right? Grandma and mama. Dad's too busy. Dad's too complicated. Dad's got to do the work. Dad's got to make a living. Dad's got to, whatever excuse we could throw in there, even the faithful ones of us. And it's moms. It's always moms that do the work, do the loving, do the nurturing. And they don't just raise their kids and their husbands. They raise everybody else's kids as well. Bring them over. We'll feed them too. We've got enough room in the garage. We'll make a little extra fruit. I've got to go back shopping again. But that's, that's our moms, right? That's who you are. And you hear if you're listening, and this is difficult for us at times, because we don't see a lot of Mother's Day stuff in Scripture. Keep it on the straight and narrow. There's Mother's Day all over Scripture. This stuff is everywhere about mothers. And so Paul says, and I love this verse, Romans 16, 13. And he's greeting and saying thank you and what's up to everybody at the end of, of, the, of the, the story here. Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, and his mother, who has been a mother to me as well. And so I, I look around, I think about my space right now, my place. I know where I, I have an idea where I came from. But I remember the day I walked into Sunshine. I mean, I remember I was sitting right in there when I was blessed to come here as one of your ministers. I was sitting just about where Price is sitting, scared to death. And I'm like, man, these guys aren't going to like me. I'm never going to last. They're going to send me out of here in a hurry. And some people gave me the warnings, you'll never last there. I'm like, yeah, you only say that because I've never lasted anywhere. Okay? How, How much of a prophet are you if it's true? Sorry, this mic keeps falling. I think my ears are getting smaller. Um, what's funny about that? It's not funny. <laughs> so, uh, so I was here and I was a little, little, little you know, anxious and not sure what's going to happen. And there were people who befriended me. I was blessed to befriend. There are people who cared about me and are blessed to be cared about. But there's some moms here. You know, my wife, first of all, who has a lifelong Man, honorary, I don't know. And the Lord's going, boy, Kristen, just hang on. Have I got a reward for you? (laughs) My mother-in-law, and then so many of you ladies. My mother-in-law, Paul's. My my grandma-in-law, Paul's. There's so many of you ladies. Now, I wouldn't be here. There was a time when the elders came and said, we need you to start uh, preaching once. I remember Harry Woodworth. We'll have you preach once a month. Am I going to do what? I didn't say, well, I did, that's not why I was hired to preach. I mean, I'm not going to argue with them. I love the elders. Yeah, you're going to start preaching once a month. Like, I, I said I would never, ever, ever be a minister last time I said this. Last time I remember the discussion. They'll only be a preacher guy. I was youth ministry. I'm glad to do uh, intermission and stuff like that, but gonna. T- so the story that I'm still here, the story that, that you never gave up, the story that anything audible or reasonable comes out is one a testament to God and two a testament to you, wonderful mothers who've never quit raising me, who've never quit loving me, caring for me. And you know who you are in the hardest of times, in the funnest of times, most loving of times, support, encouragement, hope, support, encouragement, hope, because I am a broken story. But heaven will be this story for us, and so much more too, obviously, but it will be a story of you raising me. And the Lord will say, man, what a job it took. <laughs> what a lot of folks it took to get him here, but we got him. And he is going to get me. 
It's going to get you as well because moms don't quit. They're tenacious. No one tenacious like a mom. There's nobody loving like a mom. Dads get to play strong. Dads get to grab a gun or grab a stick or grab a something. But take the wife out of the story and watch him wilt and fade into nothing. Give the hint that the wife might be out of the story. The second mom. Not, I'm not saying that's how it should be. I'm just saying that's how it often is. And the man becomes so much of nothing. So happy Mother's Day to you all. There's no way, no way, no way for us to even start. But I want to just share a few scripture here on how Jesus looked at mothers. And then we're going to bounce out of here and eat lunch, right? So the first one I want to go to here. Um, when I get this thing on. Is in Luke chapter 7. There's a story here at the beginning of the story, at the beginning of the chapter in Luke 7. Jesus heals a centurion who's, who, calls, who, who goes to him and says, hey, my daughter's sick. Um, I need you to come and help. Uh, you just say the word and uh, he will be healed. And Jesus is starting to go with him. He's like, you don't have to go with me. I'm a man under authority and I am also a man over authority. I tell people what to do and they do it. I tell them where to go and they go. I know you, Jesus. I know you just say the word. And, my, and Jesus is amazed at this man's faith. Amazed at it. He even says, it says he was amazed at this man's faith. You can read the scripture. And, and he says, I've not seen such great faith like this in all of Israel. And then this story follows. The story follows that immediately this woman is, uh, well, she's a widow and her son died. And, and they're taking her out, the only son of his mother, they're taking her out, him out, to the burial. If you know much about the culture of the time, a woman who's husbandless better have a son. A, a woman who's motherless and sonless, or husbandless and sonless, is a nobody in the community. She's nobody in the culture. She's less than nobody. She has no place. All identity is gone. I mean, it's not like she's just... You know, oh, there's so it's she's nobody. She has no authority, no power, no hope, no nothing. And so Jesus, living in the in the in a world where everybody's so excited to see him, is walking down the road, and this funeral procession is moving down the road. And you have to, I mean, you have to. The story is so beautiful as as the two are coming together, right? I'm so crushed. I don't even know who I am anymore. Every day's a party. He healed someone else. He fixed something else. He's given us a glimpse into heaven, what it's going to look like when everything's well and everything's great. And, and, and the scripture says, as these two mingle together, you know, it's like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I, uh, what, I, it, it says, when Jesus saw her, his heart went out to her, and he said, don't cry. Now, if you get the scene, everybody would have to be like, this is totally wrong to enter a funeral, walk up to the one bereaved and say, don't cry. <laughs> it's <clears throat> unthinkable. It's unheard of. And everybody there had to be like, because you would be. Imagine being, you know, at a funeral. It's loud. It's crazy. It's not like the misery we put ourselves through anymore. There is hope of an eternal thing, but there's, they've lost all hope right now. So they hire, they hire mourners in the culture to more than loud enough so that you are allowed to cry as well and save your dignity. You know that place. I got to suck it up. I got to be strong for everybody, even though your heart's ripped out and you're crushed. So they, get, they have the space to cry and mourn because the hired mourners and wailers are so loud. And Jesus walks into this mess and says, don't cry. And everybody has to be blown away. And then he has the nerve to walk up and says, and then he went up to the beer, 
they were carrying him on, and the, the bear, bearers stood still, just like, what is he doing right now? They said to the young man, I say to you, get up. And the dead man sat up, and he began to talk, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. Yeah. Oh, I'm so crushed. Yeah, what? Don't cry. What's he doing? He brought him back. We have never seen anything like, here's the words they said, God has come to be with his people. It's Old Testament visions when God would show up and just destroy everybody or God would show up and help the lost or show a way. They're looking back, they're, they're talking language of Old Testament. God has come to be with his people. Why? Well, I mean, because he saw a woman. Oh, no, a mother. He saw a mother. Here's the interesting thing. The centurion had great faith. This that doesn't even mention faith. She didn't ask for him to do it. Because moms don't have to ask, do they? They shouldn't have to ask. They do have to ask. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> they had to ask over and over and over. You tripped over the basket. Didn't you think you should maybe move it? I put it right in the middle of the floor so you would have to see it over and over and over again. Jesus didn't have to be asked. He, his heart went out to the woman. Moving on, second story. Mom, we still love you. In Matthew, it catches, covers the story. Um, he's been talking to them and challenging the leaders in Israel and, and everyone of the things that defile you, talking about the junk in your life and the garbage in your heart and those kinds of things. And then he leaves because they're pretty fed up with him. And he goes to Tyre, and this woman here, she approaches him and she asks him, tells him, my daughter has a demon. We need you to come and heal her. Well, the woman is an outsider, not an insider. So he answers, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. And the woman came and knelt before him. Lord, help me, she said. And he replied, it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. Yes, Lord, she said, even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. And Jesus said to her, woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. And your daughter was healed and, his, and her daughter was healed at that moment. Okay, this sounds kind of weird, so we've got to explain it a little bit, right? So you know the story with the, with the Gentiles and the Jews. The Jews believed that the Gentiles were nothing. And, 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 and God had mentioned in the Old Testament several times, don't intermarry with those outside of, of the, the, the nation of Israel. Because if you do, you will, you will it, they'll water down your faith. You'll begin to be pulled away. But it wasn't that God never meant for the Gentiles to come in. If you remember the promise to Abraham, is all nations are going to be blessed through you. So his intent was that the Gentiles would come in. But the problem was is that the Jews had such a... It's hard to believe this, I know. The good folks had such an ugly opinion of the bad folks that they never wanted to tell them the story. They just hated them. I know it's hard to imagine a church hating the world. It's hard to imagine, you know, not wanting to go out and help and serve, just acting like they're nothing at all. As much as God loves the world, of course we love the world. Hard to imagine this story. So Jesus, this is a total tongue-in-cheek, cheek, wink, wink, nod, nod. Not, not a, um, so friendly. It's so unabusive. He tells them, they're like, hey, send, send this woman away. She's driving us nuts. And Jesus says, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. I'm only here for these guys. They're the chosen ones of God. And the woman comes up and kneels beside him. Listen to how cool this is. 
Lord, help me, she said. She just kneels beside Jesus and says, Lord, help me. He replies, it's not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. Wink, wink. You know all the good folks here with me think you're nothing but dogs. And she brilliantly, as a mother would say, only a mom would say something like this, to Jesus, not like to just a, the, I don't know, the butcher. Are there still butchers today? Or whatever, you know, wherever they're at, the grocery store clerk. Yes, it is, Lord, she said. Even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Well, of course they do. And Jesus says, you know, that's a really good answer. You have great faith. Your request is granted. And her daughter was healed at that moment. How does Jesus feel about mamas? In, 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 uh, in, in Mark, it's captured like this. He says, first let, the little, first let the children eat all they want. And he told her, for it is not right to, that, to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. Lord, she replied, even the dogs under the table eat the children's food. And he told her, for such a reply, you may go. The demon has left your daughter. You have to love Jesus and this woman, right, I, I, I mean, can you see Jesus? Can you see something about him that maybe you didn't see before? Or maybe you did see and you forget? He's fun. And he likes moms. And, and people who nobody want to be around him can be around him. People can say, get him out of here. And Jesus is like, I'll meet you in the back. I'll be right there. We don't want you here ever again. Hey, I'll find you in a minute. You just hang on. I want you always. And that's what he's doing. And she's a, well, she's a mother. And then they're just a cool, simple story, right? Jesus is out healing, 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 constantly healing, working, serving, doing. And in Luke chapter 4, they end up after a, a day of just constant serving people. They end up back at Simon's house. And... When they're there, you know, he goes home, he goes to Simon's mother-in-law, goes to the house of Simon, and Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever, and they asked Jesus to help her. I mean, you have a woman whose son's daughter's demon-possessed, you have a centurion whose son's dying, and oh, she's got a fever. I mean, what, what, all, what all can you have that could have a fever? It could have been horrible, but it might just have been a simple little thing. It's just a simple, it's a fever. She's got a slight sinus infection. Her allergies are acting up. I don't know, but here's what I know. It's that uh, he bends over and rebuked the fever, and it left her, and she got up at once and began to wait on him, because that's what moms do. I'm miserable. Jesus touched me. I'm going to serve the world. Right? I mean, that's just what moms do. That's how they live. But Jesus shows up. He's been working all day. He's been doing everything. How easy? How many times have you just said, oh, it'll be okay? Oh, hang now. It's going to be all right. Oh, you got a splinter? We'll get that out in a little bit. Oh, you got a fever? Take a few ibuprofen. Tylenol? Tylenol. Take a few of, and, and, you'll, and, you'll, and it'll be better in a few minutes. But Jesus, as soon as it's mentioned, and it's his mom, and he's, she's on the radar, and he goes and does something about it. She's not second class. She's not second rate. None of these moms are. One has lost her son. She's a widow. He gives her back. Man, what a story. Another, she's an outsider, but she has the courage, which only a mom would do. Dad's be like, I'll try to catch him out back uh, when he leaves. Maybe he'll slow down enough for me to say something. Mom's like, I don't think so. I'm waiting right in here. And they're like, you don't belong. I don't care. You're not supposed to be. I don't care what you say. I'm getting near Jesus. And that's what moms do. 
That's what moms do. Their kids are first for Jesus, right? The call is real. Moms push their kids toward him. And he what, gives them strength and power and love and hope and all of those things. So a couple more thoughts and we're finished here. For real. My notes say wrap up with lots of encouragement. <laughs> because you deserve it, right? I mean, wow. The days and the nights and the days and the nights. Nobody prays for a daughter's or a son's future like mom does. Dad's love and they'll do that. And then they'll say, you know, and they'll give them a good speech. You know, if you're going to really do well in the Lord, you need to get it done. You know, if you're going to be good in the Lord, you need to get to it. You know, if you're going to be good in the Lord, you need to get to church. And mom just model and share and love. There's a word when used toward God fits perfectly. Um, it should be the way that we, it should be a word we use always with one another. But when we start to use it, for some reason, it gets really weird. Because some words, you know, they're so awesome that when you use them, correctly they add to the awesome but when you use them with the wrong heart or just as a you know um you know a platitude it's like it just sounds like just junk coming out of your mouth it don't sound right so holding to the belief that we could use a little weird in here i'll give you the word the word is honor we honor god and we're called to honor our fathers and our mothers and today we are called to honor our mothers. God is deserving of all the love and all the honor in the world and all the universe multiplied over and over again. And moms are deserving of it as well. So, so as we wrap, I just want to say this. Make it weird today. Make it really weird today. Honor your mom. Honor her well. Honor your mom's mom. Honor every mother and, and say it and mean it. Don't make it sound, make it sound weird. Honor your parents. Honor your mom. Today's Mother's Day. Do it well. And honoring your mother, you will honor God. Don't get lost here. This is all about moms, but it's not about moms. God gave you your mother. And nobody knows what you need like God knows what you need. And so he put a little extra of himself in your mom. So when you see dad, you're like, oh, I think he probably hit himself with a hammer again. You see your mom, you're like, there's God with me in the flesh. Hey, if you're struggling in any way, they're waiting. They'll ever come up here and, and meet with you and pray with you to encourage you. If you're not a son or daughter of God today, they will join you in helping you become that. They will immerse you in him today. The story of mother is the story of the gospel. It's the good news that Jesus would not leave you alone. And one of the, days he, one of the ways he shows up every day in your life is through your mother. And if you are the unfortunate one whose mom has, is not with us anymore, do not imagine that mom's love's not so tenacious that you don't enjoy it every day. As I enjoy it every day. What a good mom. And if you're a mom who's unfortunate to not have children, yes, you do. You got all of us. I know it's not the same. I just want to say we love you and we honor you. Whatever you desire, why don't you come as we stand and sing? Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me.
today. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all you moms and grandmas and, and everyone out there. Um, it's good to see everyone here this morning. Uh, I hope that uh, everyone has a big day planned with your families. I know that uh, it's going to be a great day. So um, if, you're, if you're visiting with us this morning, um, thanks for being here, whether you're online or here with us in person. Uh, we're thankful for you and your attendance here with us today. So just a few announcements before we, uh, before we uh, finish up with worship this morning. Um, first off, 
when I'm done with announcements, we've got a poem and then our Mother's Day tribute that Jacob's prepared for us. So if, one, if someone in the back, Jamie, if, if someone back there will head over and get the kids and start heading them this way, um, I'll just be up here for a few minutes and then uh, we'll have our videos. So um, if you didn't get a chance on your way in, uh, make sure you pick up a bulletin. There's a lot of things in there and I'll try to hit a few of them. And, uh, but I'm sure that I won't do them justice. So make sure that you grab a bulletin and, and take a look at that information. Um, first, on our prayer request, um, I don't have many updates for those there. Wayne uh, gave us a great rundown of, of those last week. Uh, just remember to take time in your daily prayers to, uh, to look at that list and remember those people. I know that there's a lot of, uh, a lot of need and a lot of healing that needs to be done there. Um, I do have one that I'd like to add to that list. Um, a lot of us remember and know Mark and Cheryl Villinger. Um, Mark uh, recently uh, was diagnosed with multiple myeloma and uh, has st started cancer treatments. I believe they're down in Florida. Um, and this is something that he's known of for a long time, but just recently um, kind of reared its head. And he's uh, currently in his second treatment. So I know that Cheryl and Mark and their family would uh, definitely appreciate our prayers. So make sure that, to remember them. And if you're in contact with them somehow via social media or cards or whatever, I'm sure that they would appreciate, appreciate that. Um, there's uh, a lot of people that are recovering. Our brother Eugene is here with us this morning. It's great to see him again uh, here back with us. Um, make sure and say hi to him um, if, you, if you get a chance. The elders, next elders prayer session is going to be uh, May the 25th, that's a Thursday, um, that'll be here before we know it, so make sure and seek one of us out if there's something that we need to know about that we can lift up uh, for you guys in prayer, um, and we'll be making some calls and visiting with you guys as well, so um, it's a busy, busy time of the year, so there's a lot of, of great things going on, a lot of graduations, a lot of uh, events uh, happening. Over on the right-hand side of our bulletin, there's a list of, uh, of our high school and college graduates, so make sure and be in prayer for those. I know that it's exciting times and changing times for them. Um, and if we've missed anybody, please be sure and let Tammy know or let one of us know um, so that we can uh, get you recognized in the bulletin. Also, uh, there's a lot of graduation parties. There's one in here for uh, Lucy Gracial. All of us are invited for that. Um, that's uh, Saturday, May the 27th from 4 to 8 p.m. at the Gracial's house. There's a note in the bulletin on that um, with the address, so um, make sure and take note of that. <clears throat> um, almost forgot, Ashley and Daniel Parker are, are back there, and they have their new little daughter, Arlie Rose, with them this morning, so it's good to see them here this morning. So. I think this is the first time Arlie's been here with us since her birth, so that's, that's exciting for them and their family. So they're right back in that area right there if you want to see the new little baby. So um, <clears throat> VBS is coming up June the 19th through the 23rd. Make sure and see Brittany if you can help out with that. Um, and there'll be a lot more information. I know there's uh, a lot of preparation going on already for that event. Also, church camp's coming up. Uh, July the 9th through the 14th at Howes Mill. I think we've got roughly, I don't know, maybe eight or nine or ten spots left. So if you're not signed up for that, see Lisa or I, and we can uh, help you with that. If for some reason 
there you know of someone or if someone is unable to to handle that for their child monetarily please 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 be sure and see us we have people that are willing to that have scholarships available for those kids um, please don't let that be a deterrent uh, for uh, for any child to be able to come spend the time um, up there with us and also during that time uh, Joan is going to be having her day camp here at the church building and those spots are limited so if you're not signed up is there still room there Joan? We've got 10 spots remaining for um, the Sunshine Day Camp here at uh, at the church building so make sure and get signed up for that you can do that online as well so um, the uh, the Midwestern Children Home, uh, the item for this month is paper plates, and I noticed that there's already some gathering back there, so make sure that you uh, get those into us. Um, and, oh, I noticed that there's still a, a balloon arch back in the, in, the, uh, in the annex from yesterday's shower, so if anybody wants to get some Mother's Day pictures or anything like that, that would be a nice little backdrop so and also almost forgot also the uh, we're still taking pictures for our new uh, pictorial directory so make sure to seek out uh, Caitlin and get your information forms filled out back in the welcome center for that so and I think unless somebody tells me that I've missed something uh, I think that's it so uh, Steve Williams is gonna come up and we're gonna have a, a poem and then we'll have our Mother's Day video And so on the sixth day before it was all said and done, before he took a moment to rest his heart, soul, and head, God looked at the goodness he had already brought forth, and he realized he had one more handcrafted creation who deserved to be gifted new life equal to her worth. He stood in the quiet, deep in thought, molding the perfect caregiver he deeply sought. And so with his hands and heart, he began to craft the most beautiful creature who would never meet her match. For you see, golden was her heart, made for pouring forth love no matter how many times it may break apart. Her body was crafted to grow and nourish, not only through the womb, for that was only part of his plan. Her heart would be created with only the purest of gold, and her eyes blessed with watching the beauty of new life open, grow, and unfold. Her lips soft and plush for the most reassuring kiss, her legs strong and battle-worthy because a step she would surely never miss. Her arms crafted with heavenly strength to reach, stretch, carry, and hold for unbelievable lengths. Her voice strong and firm sprinkled with a mix of encouragement and endearing for her entire life would be spent advocating and cheering. God created mothers in his image they were made, humble, gracious, selfless, courageous, gentle, handmade. God created mothers to carry forth the job no one else could, for only a special heart and soul could carry the triumphs, trenches, and heart-bursting moments of the blessing called motherhood. Thank you. 
Let me walk apart. 
Let's all stand and we'll be dismissed. Thank you, Jacob. God, it truly is a blessing to be here this morning to fellowship with one another, uh, dear Lord, to uh, sing praise to you, to gather around your table, to hear your word preached, dear Lord. Thank you um, for the love that you give us. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace, dear Lord. I pray for those unable to be here with us today, dear Lord. I pray that you watch over them and bless them, dear Lord. Give them strength. And today, I pray that we, uh, as we leave here, that we can celebrate our moms, dear Lord. Thank you so much for the blessing of motherhood. And thank you for the ones that you've put in our lives. We love you and thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.